Hi, welcome to Heart to Heart, a podcast about all things heart-related, brought to you by the physicians of Advanced Cardiovascular Specialists. I'm Susan Curtin, and I'm talking with Dr. Trey Bauckham. Today, we're going to talk about PTSD and the heart. Welcome, Doc. Susan, good to be here. does PTSD affect the heart? That is a very interesting subject. And, you know, anything that puts a person under stress, we always used to worry about the type A personality where they're wound very tight, they have a high sympathetic tone, a high adrenaline level, and those people would have heart attacks. Well, PTSD is very similar to that. It tends to be a little bit more episodic and it's unfocused. So it's not stress at work. PTSD is reliving a traumatic event over and over again, but it puts a tremendous strain on the person and on their heart. And so, yes, it is damaging to the heart. As a matter of fact, they recently published a study just a few days ago showing that people that are on antidepressants have a higher incidence of heart disease, which was very surprising. The study wasn't big enough to dissect out whether or not it was the antidepressants causing the heart disease or probably more likely the underlying mental illness, including PTSD, that was causing the heart disease. It was just selection bias that those people were already on a medicine because they had the underlying problem that caused them to have damage to their heart. That's interesting. I think you would think that that would help because it would calm them down, but it didn't. It might. Um, it's they didn't. The study wasn't powered to say whether or not they would have been worse off off the medicines if they still had the underlying mental illness like PTSD. And so I certainly don't take this as mean quit your medicines or stop treatment. That, that is not what it said. But I think it was just galvanizing that there's an association between mental health and heart disease. Well, if I have PTSD, what do I need to do to take care of my heart? The simple answer is exercise is almost always a part of recovery from one of these things. And so exercise has been shown to be as effective as a medication in treatment of certain mental illnesses. Often exercise as part of the treatment for PTSD. I'm certainly not an expert in it. And over the last few years, unfortunately, because there's so many people suffering from it, there have been some breakthroughs in the treatment of PTSD using alternative medications, lots of things. And so I would definitely talk to a mental health professional if you have PTSD about getting, you know, cutting edge treatment. But you can always incorporate exercise into that. It's it pretty much is an answer for any question. Right. And if you are struggling from PTSD, how can how can a person prioritize their health? Well, you know, first of all, acknowledging there's a problem. You know, a problem with PTSD often is people are trying to just suffer through it by themselves. They're embarrassed to admit it to their family and friends. They feel like it's their personal struggle. They don't want to talk. The, the event is so traumatic that they don't want to talk about it because they feel like if they don't talk about it, they're keeping it at bay. But that's, that has the opposite effect. It's just growing in them. It really needs to be talked about with a professional. You need to hash it out. So the first step is getting help. You have to remember, there was a very interesting study on a science called epigenetics. And epigenetics is a new field, but one of the examples that they used in epigenetics was that PTSD can actually affect your children. So you can embed some of that in your DNA and pass it on to your children. And so it's very important to get it treated, not only for yourself, but for your family. That is fascinating. I don't think anyone anticipated that. I certainly didn't. I, um, my son actually taught me about that. And at first I thought he was incorrect, but then I researched it. And it is a, it's a phenomenon in epigenetics about how our DNA 
uncoils so that all genes aren't expressed every time it uncoils. And so what they found was that events can affect the subsequent generation of people as if evolution happened really fast. And they knew evolution couldn't happen that fast, but these traits were passed on. There's some fascinating um, data about villages that have starvation and then subsequent generations have more diabetes because the generation that underwent the starvation, their bodies learned to hang on to every calorie, but that hurt their children and their grandchildren. So it's very interesting. Nova did a great special on it. If you if you're interested, you can check that out. Absolutely. That sounds fascinating. And I guess we're talking about people who have maybe generational abuse, generational poverty, you know, high traumatic stress events. It is fascinating that that can be embedded in them. And so they really do need to seek professional help for that. You really do. Like I said, I mean, for your own good. And uh, the key to treatment is acknowledging there's a problem and start. And so that's what I would encourage anyone that's suffering PTSD to do. All right. That's fascinating. Thanks so much, Doc. Thank you. For more information, go to acsdoctors.com.